This Hill Country Sports Update is sponsored by Air by John Martinez. On the web at airbyjohn.com. For Ranch Radio High School Sports, I'm J.R. Zowie. Taking a look at volleyball results, on Thursday, Austin Brentwood Christian won a close match over Bernie Geneva 3-2. Then on Friday, we had several games, Navarro 3, Fredericksburg 0, Bernie 3, Lee 0. Lady Greyhound Madison Jones was named tournament MVP as Bernie placed first at its tournament. Harper 3, Sabinal 0, DeHannis 3, Junction 0, San Antonio Antonian Prep 3, Smithson Valley 2, Johnson City 3, Ingram Moore 2, Kerrville Tyree 3, Layman 0, Tyree's 18 and 8 overall, and 3 and 0 in district. San Marcos edged out Davenport by a score of 3 to 1. On Saturday, Bernie Geneva defeated Comfort by a score of 3 to 0. And in cross country, Davenport's Maddie Reagan placed third out of 200 runners in a recent meet. For Ranch Radio High School Sports, I'm J.R. Zowie. Hi, this is Lainey. The abortion pill is now available online with no doctor visit or supervision, delivered right to your door, easier than a Band-Aid. But the Pregnancy Resource Center still saves babies, one mother at a time, more than 300 last year. Ultrasounds show the mother her living baby, and 90% of those women choose life. 90%! Your financial support gets pregnant women in our door. We'll do the rest. Go to thepregnancyresourcecenter.org, thepregnancyresourcecenter.org. When you're looking for a part for your vehicle, trust Patriot Auto Parts. From lawn and garden to heavy duty, farm and fleet, marine, ATV, and complete passenger car and truck coverage, CarQuest has batteries for over 230 million vehicles on the road today. Patriot Auto Parts at 516 Granite Avenue in Fredericksburg is your local CarQuest Auto Parts affiliate. Be sure to visit them today or give them a call at 830-997-7554. Great people, great products, and great prices. Patriot Auto Parts. Roll into CarQuest of Fredericksburg and roll on. Hill Country the Hill Country's leading collision repair, ProCare Collision, Kerrville, Bernie, and Shirts, ProCareCollision.com. As the frontal boundary pushes across the Hill Country today, we'll see some cloud cover and a few thunderstorms at times. Temperatures in the mid-90s this afternoon in Kerrville and Bandera. A slight chance of rain through this evening or overnight low 72. Partly cloudy on Tuesday with a high 95, mid-90s again on Wednesday. I'm meteorologist and holiday. The Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a gorgeous Monday morning in the hill country of Texas. And as usual, every Monday morning, I have the awesome Angela Smith in the studio with me. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Matt. So happy to be here on this Labor Day weekend. That's right. We're all supposed to be, what, sleeping in today and yet... No, nope. we're not. But we're not. We're laboring. We're, that's right. That's right. So here we are. It's Monday of Labor Day. Uh, were you nice to the tourists this weekend? I, I did have, I had a close call on Saturday. Uh-oh. But I held off. I held off, but I had a close call going down Main Street. It was busy Saturday afternoon. And yeah, I had to got myself caught on Main Street. But nope, 
I held back. It's like somebody out there knows somebody out there is watching the Matt Long show and says, no, you can't drive like that. That's so, right. That's Anyway, right. so I was really nice this weekend to the tourists. Uh, looked like this morning the traffic wasn't too heavy, but might pick up later on today. So uh, I want to thank the Tejas Smoke Depot for uh, helping us, uh, helping bring this program to the air. Uh, we've got plenty to talk about today. We have, uh, we're going to talk in the second quarter, we're going to talk about uh, Governor Greg Abbott and some of the uh, promises and statements and comments he's made on the border. And then at the bottom of the hour, we're actually going to get a live report from the border and uh, to see if what Abbott has said and has been doing is making a difference uh, on the southern border. So we're going to have Raul Reyes on uh, the phone with us at the bottom of the hour. And then the fourth quarter, we're going to talk about what's happening in the city of Fredericksburg. We've got a couple of hearings coming up. We're going to need some citizen engagement. That first meeting is tomorrow night. Is that right? Yes, yes. You know, Labor Day is today, so that that Monday meeting's being moved to Tuesday. That Monday, okay. That's so that's works. so we're going to talk about that in the fourth quarter today. Very important. If you live in the city of Fredericksburg, yes. we've got Jeanette out there working her tail off to keep us up to date and keep us plugged into what's going on at the city. So we need to support Jeanette. So please, fourth quarter, stay tuned if you live in the city of Fredericksburg. This week, uh, what do we have this uh, Thursday night, Angela? We have uh, Fredericksburg Tea Party's second Thursday monthly meeting. This is the jumping off point for anyone who wants to get involved um, in self-governance, who uh, is asking the question of why, what, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is where you've got to be so that you can meet the right people, you can network with people that are like-minded, you can hear, um, you know, from the front lines what's really going on. And if you don't show up at our meetings monthly, um, it's hard for us to connect with you. That's right. So we have our focus groups. We'll all be present. We have yes. uh, four active focus groups we have right now. Actually, five, uh, five active. Focus and groups. listen, the one we need a leader for somebody that's just interested in following is our border. The That's border right. issue. I mean, we're ready to go with it. I just need somebody to step into that situa- that uh, position. That position, it's yeah. Super so easy. We, so we need someone to uh, head up our border issues focus group, and we've yeah. got folks uh, as we do with all of our focus groups. We line we line up our local groups with a statewide yes. organization, and we're ready to do this <clears throat> with our Texas border group as well. So, um, what else? Oh, September 18th. Oh, let's give them some details. Thursday night yes, at, um, at the St. Joseph's Hall in Fredericksburg. The meeting starts at 6.30. Dinner is at 6. A suggested donation of around $7 for dinner. And uh, it's a good, we have good food there. Someone on the, on the website said it was a light dinner. It's, you, it's not really. It's not really. I wouldn't light, say it's light. It? I don't think lasagna's light. No. Huh? So, <laughs> depending. And uh, awesome. by the way, we had leftover lasagna from like two meetings ago. Yeah. Pulled out of the freezer a couple of days ago. It's still as yummy. It's so good. Thank it you, is. Rex, and thank you, Rex Williams, if you're listening out there, because he does such a great job for us. And you know, Karen and her husband have been helping us uh, yeah. with desserts, and also. And we need to add Karen to our prayer list. So, uh, Karen, uh, yeah, please add, without going into details, please add Karen 
to your prayer list. We'll get to that to the bottom at, at the end of the show today. Boots and Barbecue. What yep. were you about to say? Well, I just wanted to say we do have a fabulous meeting Thursday night. We do. Who's our speaker? Daniel Miller with TNM or Texas Nationalist Movement. I I really am excited about this because, as you said last week, you and I have never embraced the idea of Texas nationalism or nope. Texas removing herself from the crazy union. Right, we have, seceding. Yep. We have never embraced that. And um, I, I really want to hear directly from, I, you know, I think Daniel's maybe the founder, president mm-hmm. of this organization. So you're not hearing from a surrogate or somebody that's just going to come in and speak for TNM. Um, what this really means, what, what, what kind of effort would go into even making this a, an option Right. You know, is this would this be a viable option in the effort that it would take to uh, look into that? And that's what our representative, Kyle Biederman, uh, tried to get passed during the legislative session was a bill that would allow Texans to vote Vote. on the Mm -hmm. idea of empowering the state to start talking about the idea and and flesh it out, basically flesh it out because it's going to take a lot of time. It's not going to happen overnight. If, I, I, yeah, if and I don't think we understand. We can't even wrap our still, our heads around what kind of time that could look like. Right. Really. So, yep. And Five so years. it's kind of one of those. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's kind of one of those areas of like being prepared, and uh, and we talk about that yes. quite a bit. And most of us in our listening audience, we've we've done a little prepping. You're ready for uh, you know you're ready for a freeze out or a summer without electricity. Uh, are we prepared as a state in the case of an emergency where we really we just needed to do to become our own country right and uh are we ready would that what would it take and so that's what it's about is getting ready for that um we got plenty to talk about so i'm not going to run over on the first quarter (laughs) we have um we have uh, boots and barbecue uh coming up september 18th next monday we'll spend a lot of time talking about that in here next monday And uh, so, and I'm trying to get a lot of our VIPs on the air between now and uh, the end of uh, now and September 18th. And today, Raul Reyes, who we're going to have at the bottom of the hour, is is one of our um, it's one of our VIPs. Yeah. Yep. And so we're going to have him on today. So, folks, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we will be right back. Y'all, stay tuned. Made in America, highest quality, locally owned business. That's Connecticut Quality Water Softeners. I'm Chris Canippa, owner of Connecticut and San Antonio in the Hill Country. There's a reason Dave Ramsey says a Connecticut is a wise investment for your home. Trust me, Connecticut water systems are the best of the best. I personally have one in my home. All those other water softener systems out there are junk in comparison. Connecticut uses less water and runs on Kinetic energy. So there's no computer to break fewer moving parts and it works only when you need it it was even voted most efficient water softener in the world by the water quality association a Connecticut was made right here in america has the best warranty in the industry and is the wise investment for your home plus you can try a Connecticut water system for 90 days absolutely free with no contract 
Call us at 656-PURE. Check them out at KineticoSA.com. Call 656-PURE, Kinetico. Hi, Master Gardener Pam Upstead here. Our beautiful hill country is famous for fabulous fields of spring wildflowers. Not only are they gorgeous, but most are not advertising to our local deer herds either. If you'd like to enjoy wildflowers in your landscape, now's the time to plan. Clear the land of weeds and mulch and purchase seeds. No need to till or fertilize. When our fall rains come in September and October, scatter the seed over the ground. If our fall is relatively dry and you're able to water the area, that will help the seeds to germinate. Then sit back and enjoy the show next spring. Though they might look a bit messy, be sure to leave your wildflowers undisturbed until they have dropped their seed for a repeat show the next spring. Do you have gardening questions? The Hill Country Master Gardener Research Desk is ready to help. Just call 830-257-6568. That's 830-257-6568. Friday Night Lights is back. I'm J.R. Zowie, your new host for everything related to high school sports here in the Texas Hill Country. Join me every Friday night starting at 7 as we report on volleyball, cross country, team tennis, and of course, football. We'll be covering schools like Fredericksburg, Ingram Tom Moore, Bandera, Bernie Champion, and more. Friday Night Lights and the Saturday Morning Recap Show are brought to you by Sauced Wing Bar, Ritterman Plumbing, and Roof Pros. The Hill Country Patriot. Folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. By the way, we put these broadcasts up on Spotify every day um, after the program, so you can find this on Spotify if you want to pass the day's program on to someone else. So let's talk about Governor Abbott. You know, he's, uh, boy, he's been all concerned for how many years he's been in office? Seven years, something like that. Seems like forever. Forever. Um, and he's Too just long. been, he's been oh so concerned about what was happening at the border. Oh, I know. We're trying to keep Angela, keep her from cracking up laughing in here. It, it's hard. It's, you know, you don't know whether to cry or laugh or what, but um, it wasn't until we, we couldn't get much attention with Abbott on the border during the last session when we exactly. had uh, when we had uh, interstate compacts we had a num- yes. number of other things during the legislative session of 2019 when he would have had the support of the federal government with Donald Trump yes. and he um, he pretty much did nothing ignored all the warnings that he was given and then come along in this last session and uh, the priorities that was just not a priority for governor right. abbott border security it wasn't a priority for anybody in the Senate. They chose to work on all kinds of things and uh, just really ignored the border. Now, come, uh, what was it, June 30th, who shows? Who decides to show up at the border on June 30th? You remember? Mr. The big guy, Mr. Oh, Trump. Big, yeah. Mr. And Trump. So who, who else showed up there for the photo op? And Mr. Trump says, I'm going to the border of Texas to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And um, jumping, holy jumping up and down, Martha, who shows up but Governor, Governor Greg Abbott, Abbott yep. shows up at the border. Mm-hmm. And, man, is he concerned now about the border, isn't he? That was, that was uh, June 30th. 
we've wa- we watched the activity. We were there. Listen, we were there before he was there. That's right. There's something wrong with that picture. That's right. If a bunch of uh, if uh, two carloads of Fredericksburgian and Kerrvillians can get to the border quicker than Abbott, <laughs> you know something's uh, you know something's going mm-hmm. on or not mm-hmm. going on. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump shows up at the border on June 30th, and uh, then uh, Abbott goes with him, and then Abbott comes back, and he's all fired up. He's going to do something. He's going to—they're going to try to reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy. Do you remember that? Yes, that's what they said. And it actually got reinstated, or a judge kicked it, or something. Anyway, it's back in effect. And the interesting thing about it being back in effect is that the remain in Mexico requires the cooperation of whom? Mexico. Let me give you a hint. Mexico. Mexico. Right. They had a deal worked out with Trump, and they cooperated. Just because a judge somewhere says we're going to re-implement remain in Mexico, do you know what Mexico has said about that? Nothing. They're, They're like... Yeah, whatever. We don't have a deal with this president. So we've got the remain in Mexico thing, which is good, but nobody's made a deal with Mexico. Nobody told Mexico, I think. I think maybe they They were just supposed to. They didn't get the memo. (laughs) We have, I was going back through articles about the border, uh, and I went back about two years on several different uh, sources. And uh, the amazing thing that uh, I saw on there was that going back two years, you start seeing headlines. This is two years ago. Record number of crossings, record this, record that. And you come forward and you keep moving forward. And when Biden gets in, the numbers jump way high. Where's Governor Abbott? What's what's he said he was going to do? Oh, he's going to build the Abbott wall, right? Yes, that's what he. That's what he said. We're gonna. We're gonna build a wall. We're gonna build a wall. I mean, if you've been down to the border, right? You've seen not one wall that start that Trump started, but you also saw. Remember the Biden wall, the Obama wall. I'm I'm sorry, the Obama wall. The Obama wall. wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Obama garden fence. I said this looks like a an ornamental fence that I would use maybe around. The perimeter of a property. It right. was ridiculous. I could scale, have scaled it. Yeah, it was. Now, granted, it was a little bit higher than your normal fence. Yes, but. <laughs> but not much. I could scale it. 12, yeah, oh, yeah. We oh, yeah. stood I believe beside it Trump's feet. wall. Yes. Which was, it was. 30 feet. Yeah, I my, my jaw dropped. I was just like, wow, you would, you could, I, I guess somebody that's trained and and buff and all that could have scaled that thing, but Ooh. wow, it would have been really hard. And then when you reach the top of that sucker, you got—I don't even know how you're gonna get over it. Get back down. Yeah, yeah get down. That's and if you've ever tried to scale anything, you know that can be a problem. Yeah, go. It <laughs> might be easy to go up, but, but uh, you got to you got to get gotta over it down. and Ex- not take off all your parts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah, I told people after we went down there, Angela, that I thought I knew what 30 feet was. Yes. I mean, I've been in, you know, I know how tall 30 feet is. Here's a 30-foot tall flagpole. Here's mm-hmm. a, you know, a, a 30-foot tall building or something like that. And you go, okay. But until when we saw the fence and uh, the Trump wall, and you get down there and you stand at the base of it and you look up, 30 feet, that it's, thing is massive. Yes, 
So we had, there was actually a spot where we had pieces of the Obama wall uh, fence. Yes. And then big gaps. And then the Trump fence, uh, you know, lined up uh, behind it, parallel to it. And, and, you know, offset a little bit and a big gap in between. And then Abbott decides he's going to build a wall down there. And uh, we just we were just looking at some pictures laughing. I don't think you'd ever seen those pictures before, had you? No. They were rolls I did of, not. What do you call that stuff? Chain link. It looks like chain link fence. It was rolls of eight-foot-tall chain link that was uh, still sitting on the ground. Um, Abbott has said he's getting the cooperation of other uh, jurisdictions. I think Florida tried to send... Uh, some sheriffs out but they got blocked they weren't allowed right. to, some judge stopped them i think maybe even a florida judge stopped them from coming over here um we've had uh, offer from help in, in in various other states one of the plains states one of the dakotas or montana right. one of those guys sent some folks down yeah. recently right um you and i know Anybody that's been down there that the the Texas state troopers could make a difference down there, couldn't we? Of Not course. the state troopers, I'm yeah. sorry, the Texas uh, National Guard. National Guard, yes. The Texas National Guard can make a difference down there. Abbott actually sent them down there once before. Yes, he did. Without, what did they leave? They, he told them to leave something at home, like their shoes or their, what was it? They told them to leave at home, their bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you, bring you those. Don't, don't bring your bullets and you're not uh, going to need them you're, you're not going to need them <laughs> and they gave them no powers to arrest right. that was one of the things and so all the promises and all the talk at the border and we're about to have uh, mr reyes on the line with us here in a couple of minutes i can't wait to, to, hear to find you. out to what's going on and so this um here's one this is mark this is april of this year no march of this year one hundred and seventy thousand. <laughs> In one month, we were looking. I think those numbers are now four or five I know. times yeah. higher than And, of that. course, we're talking about apprehensions that they know about. Even the even these numbers, I'd say, I'd say you could double them. Any numbers that are reported, I bet you could double because they don't know how many have have you know gotten through. And oh yeah, that's always the biggest one. They you'll you'll hear guys say, well, that you know, eighty percent they don't catch or 60 percent or whatever that number is yeah, right it doesn't matter what that percentage is we just know that they're not even they're not even getting half of that's them. right and of course we had our wonderful vice president um who uh, went to el paso and said everything's just fine and dandy um oh did you know that you know, we heard a few months ago that uh, Abbott was going to open up a, a a nonprofit for donations. Yes, we could make donations. We could make donations. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I I'm sorry, I'm, Matt. I expected that to, you know, go over a little over $100 or so, mm -hmm. uh, maybe $1,000. It has $57 million in that fund of donations. I think I'd be real curious to see... And I know that nonprofits, I know they have to post all that. Mm -hmm. We yeah. need to do a little bit of homework. <laughs> Who is, is that a, you know, did did someone, who's making that kind of donations? It's, it's not you and me. No. I mean, even if you and I were sending them 100 bucks, 
a piece, it's never going to add up to that kind of a number. I mean, that kind of number was is like uh, if every single resident of the state of Texas yeah. sent in $2, right. you'd hit that number. Right. But we're not sending in money. No. I, I, I want to know who's sending money and who's putting in on that. Who's going? Who's going in on that? Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, it, it's it's a nightmare. We all know it. Governor Abbott is is a lot of talk, a whole lot of talk, and um, no action. He declared a state of emergency at a bunch of borders, at a bunch of counties. Yes, and then took it back on some of them because they didn't want to play by his rules or something. Well. Look, these guys had already they had already contacted the state and said we have a serious problem down here. We need to we need to uh, declare a state of emergency down here, and they never even heard anything back from the state. Right, Texas TEDM is what it's called. Tiedem. Texas mm-hmm. Department of Emergency Management. If you declare an emergency in your county or city, they're supposed to kick in right right away. Yes. A bunch of counties on the border declared an mm-hmm. emergency, and Tiedem was... Silent. Silent. They did not respond. Nowhere to be found. Right. And then when Abbott decided, after Trump's visit, Abbott decided to call a bunch of areas a, a, a disaster, he left out a handful of counties, including the ones that had already declared a state that, of yes. emergency. It right. was almost like payback or something it it was and i give these guys credit for not for not for for being genuine and not being disingenuous and trying to to trying to play the politics of it right they're they're not trying to be political about this they seriously have An an emergency down there i have friends who just left living down there young couple he he manages a he manages a ranch manager Mm -hmm. they want to start a family they left. Yeah. They're not doing it down there. It's too dangerous. Way too dangerous. Yeah, Ubaldi. Folks, we need to take a short break. When we get back, we're going to have uh, Raul Reyes on the line with us. Get a firsthand report to see uh, how uh, all of Abbott's promises are looking on the border. Y'all stay tuned. Hey, it's Harley here to talk about a company that's been in business for 40 years, Mission Golf Cars. When you're looking for a club car to get around the course, the beach, the neighborhood, you can count on the reputable staff at Mission Golf Cars. And if your club car needs service, Mission's service department can't be beat. Club cars are made in the USA, can be customized the way you like, and can fit up to six people. Find your club car at Mission Golf Cars in Bernie, across from Fair Oaks Ranch and at missiongolfcars.com. Hi, this is Albert Martinez, proud owner of Cypress Roofing. I have replaced and repaired countless roofs all over the Texas Hill Country. Why not keep it local? Call Cypress Roofing. Check us out on the web at cypressroofer.com or give us a call at 830-955-5075. Hill Country Brought to you by Ameritex Flags and Flagpoles. Helping freedom fly. Ameritexflags.com. As the frontal boundary pushes across the hill country today, we'll see some cloud cover and a few thunderstorms at times. Temperatures in the mid-90s this afternoon in Kerrville and Bandera. A slight chance of rain through this evening or overnight low 72. Partly cloudy on Tuesday with a high 95. Mid-90s again on Wednesday. A meteorologist and holiday. The Hill Country Patriot. 
All right, folks, we're back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Um, I need to correct myself. The uh, money in the the uh, border wall funding donations that the governor set up, I had the number a little bit high. Private donations uh, for the border wall um, through uh, the state of Texas is now at fifty four million two hundred and sixty thousand. One hundred and eighty-two dollars. Is that two dollars yours, uh, Angela? That might be. That might no, be your two. Actually, it's not. I don't believe in this. <laughs> you don't believe in that. That's ridiculous, Mr. Reyes. Uh, welcome to the Matt Long Show. Hey, good morning, Angela and Matt. Good to have you. Uh, good to be with you all this morning. Absolutely, a real, real uh, uh, honor to have you here. We're looking forward to you being our guest. Uh, on September 18th, we can't wait for that. Uh, all the preparation is uh, driving us all crazy. We can't wait till September 19th, but we're looking forward to seeing you out here. We have been now. Wait a minute. So I got to stop myself. We've been talking about Abbott and uh, the things he says he's going to do at the border, and we need to find out from you if if that's actually happening down there. But uh, as I was looking up some information on you last night. Um, I realized that uh, you could tell our listeners how important every single vote is. I looked at your primary election. Tell the folks out there quickly about your primary election and how important their vote is. Uh, thanks, Matt. Yep, uh, back in uh, July of last year, we had a runoff against the current incumbent, Mr. Tony Gonzalez. And uh, at the about a 10:30 mark at night, we were up 1,300 votes with uh, the biggest uh, county, which is Bear County, San Antonio, coming in at 100 percent. We thought we had won it, and uh, and then of course a few updates happened, as did uh, across the country with uh, with Trump in November, and uh, we ended up seven votes shy of winning the primary. And of course, our our, our current uh, representative—I uh, consider him a rhino. Actually, I think he's a Democrat and a plant. But uh, but yeah, seven votes, folks. And uh, if you think that your vote doesn't matter, uh, I wish seven folks would have stepped up. Uh, actually, eight would have gotten us the win. <laughs> That's so. absolutely amazing. In fact, I think the numbers I saw it was uh, forty-eight or forty-five. So seven is even tighter. Goodness gracious. So uh, so the Abbott Wall is up down there, and you can't scale it, and we've got uh, state troopers lining the river, and um, or National State Guard lining National the river, and we have uh, stopped all the uh, uh, inflow of uh, I- uh, illegals into that country. Am I right on that? that that's got to be in some other planet because down here in south texas everything that was happening three or four months ago is still ongoing of course we have had some real world uh you know issues pop up like afghanistan you know biden totally blew the exit plan on that uh given whatever advice he was given and so and of course the COVID is still rampant and so the answer to that is no folks uh, things have not changed the buses are still hauling illegals. They're still flying folks out of Laughlin Air, Air Force Base. And the resources needed to the counties down here in South Texas have still not been provided. And so uh, a lot of ongoing things around the world, you know, real-world issues that have to be taken care of. We have the Biden administration that's blowing it, uh, defending this country. But we also have Governor Greg Abbott, who uh, is sort of, 
you know, just sort of shielded himself behind the real problem down here, which is also the border issue. So nothing has changed, Matt, in Angela. Everything is, is still uh, illegal aliens are still pouring into this country. The cartels are still running the border. And uh, we have a lot of uh, a lot of Democrats. We need to get out of office. But we have a lot of rhinos in the Republican Party who are just sitting idly by and watching this happen. In fact, a lot of these folks are for amnesty. Uh, watch out for that. And as uh, we sort of round the primaries this next March or May, whenever they decide to just, mm. uh, hold those elections, uh, we need to be keen and attuned to those folks so that uh, we we have a real backbone in the Republican Party to fight uh, this mess. So um, are you are you in Kenny County? Please forgive me for not remembering. Are you in Kenny County? I'm from Del Rio, which is Valverde County, but I reside over in Medina, which is just a county over. And But let me tell you what's happening. Kenny County seems to be the epicenter of a push by good patriots. Uh, you know, Brad Cole is the county sheriff down there. Brent mm-hmm. Smith is the county attorney. And I spoke to them uh, yesterday just to get an update as I, I speak to them almost every, every week or so uh, to the folks down there. And they are not the border county, but they they seem to be the epicenter of everything that's coming across Valverde and Maverick, which is Del Rio and Eagle Pass, if you're looking at the map, folks. Right. And it's all traversing through Uvalde County and Kinney County. And so what's happened here, now remember, back uh, May of 31, 31 May of, of this year, Greg Abbott signed and issued a proclamation of disaster certifying that you know, this surge of individuals needed to be taken care of, and he promised a lot of resources. Well, no resources have been delivered. In fact, they assigned something like a billion dollars to this border crisis, but the bulk of that went to DPS. And, you know, we love DPS and, and, and the National Guard, And but truthfully, what they're doing is if they catch any of these illegal aliens, they're still releasing them back to Border Patrol, who then, under the policies of Joe Biden, are still releasing them back into the country. In fact, if you're in Del Rio and you're an illegal alien across the river, you'll end up on Laughlin Air Force Base. I said that correctly. That's an Air Force Mm. institution, a military base, and they are flying folks out of there to this day into the uh, heartland of America. So no real uh, resources have happened. In fact, just to address that, Uvalde County and Kenny County got together, and under Section 391.002, I know that's a lot of numbers here, mm-hmm. but they call this a 391 commission. They ended up having to form a 391 commission to force TEDM, that's Texas Division of Emergency Management, to try to get the resources they, they that they need. To this day, no money has been issued from TEDM to Kenny County or Uvalde. And they've had to form this 391 commission to force the hand. Now, the chief uh, director out there, his name is Mr. W. Nim Kidd. And uh, I'm told they're in contact with that gentleman constantly, but no resources have been delivered to Kenny County or Uvalde. Now, for folks who are thinking, why hasn't Valverde or Maverick asked for these resources? The only thing that I can think of, and I know some of those folks out there, those are good folks, but those are Democrat-run counties. Mm -hmm. And they see this as a federal problem. Well, the strongest and most powerful entity in any county, folks, is the sheriff. That's right. So Brad Coe in Kinney County has decided to push the envelope. And I'll remind everybody, part of why Abbott went to Del Rio, Texas, where he's never been before back in late April before he declared this uh, emergency was because 
the citizens of that area a highly, uh, uh, you know, a highly populated area of Democrat voters had had enough even with Biden. So he runs down there, promises all these resources. But, Matt, nothing, nothing has changed. In fact, uh, it's still a catch and release. It's a delayed catch and release. But that's exactly what's happening. The wall that you said was scalable or non-scalable is actually a chain link fence. Uh, and until recently, they finally started to put some of it up. But if you've ever seen a chain link fence, uh, they'll break through that in a heartbeat. And so none of this is working. I think it's political platitudes. I think what's happened with Greg Abbott is he's realized he's in trouble in the primaries and right. he had to come back to do some things. Now, for all a more strategic view, yes, there, there's been some wins, you know, like, for instance, the um, you know, the uh, heartbeat bill is out. And so then also the constitutional carry uh, is a win. But, folks, let me tell you something. He, Greg Abbott got pushed into doing all of that. Because That's exactly you remember, right. remember, Matt, constitutional carry lingered until the last day of the normal session. Right. And he, they finally got it through. We finally got the heartbeat bill in this special session. So these are all you know, breadcrumbs that have been forced uh, to, you know, the Greg Abbott to throw at us because if he doesn't do something conservative, he's in danger in the primary. And I think he's realized that, look, folks, for the first time in a long time that I can remember, we have a few bona fide uh, candidates running against this governor, Alan West, Don Huffines, and, you know, for whatever you may think, uh, Chad Prater as well. Mm -hmm. And so, so, we, we're into the primaries, and everybody's starting to be a campaign conservative. Greg Abbott is certainly trying to do that now. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great term, campaign conservative. There you go. I love that. Angela, we're going to use that. Yeah, I'm oh, writing ab- it down. Absolutely. <laughs> so the the um, are just give us a little uh, on uh, the COVID situation down there, and possibly um, Afghans coming through the border. What's just your uh, your thought on those two topics that seem to be concerned uh, for people? Well, you know, this is the modern day uh, media and, of course, Democrats pushing for mandates to get the COVID shots. But yet the open the border is completely open. Any sane person that sees this and will realize it's such a hypocritical thing to try to force uh, COVID shots on people while we have tens of thousands of illegals still pouring into the country and none of them are being tested for COVID folks. They don't have time to test for COVID because they're overwhelmed. And for everybody who thinks, I mean, this guy's just overblowing this out of proportion. No, the media has disguised this for Democrats and Republican rhinos are using it as a shield to sort of hide behind all the bigger issues. (laughs) We have a real problem down here. It's COVID folks are getting sick. And, uh, and of course, you've got the NIH and, of course, the CDC, who to this day, folks, are still not allowing for other medicines like uh, for whatever you all think it is, uh, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. Those are all prohibitive uh, protocols to this day by the NIH, which is the National Institute of Health and CDC, Dr. Fauci, because they want you to end up on rendezvous as you get sicker. And so this is a whole the whole thing is a problem in the sense that uh, it's double speak. It's fake, fake news media. Democrats are just uh, talking other things. And Joe Biden is lost. And of course, our governor here uh, is doing some conservative things, but it's coming through the legislative process. 
because it's being forced on him. The border's still a mess and COVID's rampant. The Afghans, Matt and Angela, are ended up in places like El Paso out there in uh, Fort Bliss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many folks are out there as far as Afghans, but I'm told that there are some out there already. And the numbers are going to increase with all the folks that are coming in out of Afghanistan after that chaotic withdrawal by Joe Biden. Yeah, and and just uh, even the fear of what's going to start coming across the border as, you know, any terrorist organization that wanted to take out. Go ahead, Angela. Yeah, Matt. I mean, that's what we should be really concerned about. Even I mean, it's just going to spike. I mean, everybody knows where that border is. The whole world. All, the whole world does. They've always known where it is, right, Raul? So we, we've got – it's so open. What about the Taliban? What about some of these extremist groups? Why wouldn't they use that that doorway into our country? Well, and that's a great segue to say this. If you uh, were to look at some of the local, uh, you know, grassroots media uh, that are out there – and, you know, Ben Berkwam is one of them. And then, of course, uh, you've got uh, the Latinos for, for America First. And a few, just the grassroots, like Frank Lopez Jr., Border Patriot, you, you all have heard of him in his videos. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing is there's men with children. Oh. And, and, and we're asking, where is mom? And mm-hmm. they're not there. And so what's happening is we have a lot of, of you know, 20 to 28-year-old men coming in with children or on their own. These are military-age men. And uh, we've already had it. We've had Middle Easterners come through Del Rio. Some of them have been caught. There's a lot of gotaways. And Matt and Angela, the numbers, according to Border Patrol, are that, you know, if, if we see a 1,000 people, there's probably 1,500 to 2,000 that we didn't even see. They're, they're what they call the gotaways. Mm. And so, for every million, there's at least another one and a half to two million that got away or never were seen by Border Patrol or were caught or uh, arrested or intercepted one bit. So we have a huge problem here. The media isn't reporting it. Abbott is still thinking a chain link fence is the answer. COVID is rampant, and but mandating uh, COVID shots to the American people and our children seems insane to me. What do you all think? Listen, I'm telling you, Mr. Reyes, thank you so much for very, very short notice and for delivering us all this uh, wonderful, great news uh, to get our Labor Day going. Well, but if th- this look, I, I came in here on fire on for labor on a Labor Day when you like you said we could be sitting. This is the kind of information we need to be taking seriously. We need to be all over this, and if we're all else hanging out at the barbecue pit today, great. But tomorrow, you better be thinking about what he's just, the information he's just delivered to you. Mr. Reyes, thank you again, sir. We're looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. Yes, Angela, Matt. God bless you guys. Have a great Labor Day weekend to all your uh, listeners, and we'll see you soon, guys. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Folks, uh, y'all stay tuned. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be back, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening in the Fredericksburg city of fredericksburg about your taxes about all kinds of things so y'all stay tuned we'll be right back hi 
this is Lainey. The abortion pill is now available online with no doctor visit or supervision, delivered right to your door, easier than a Band-Aid. But the Pregnancy Resource Center still saves babies, one mother at a time, more than 300 last year. Ultrasounds show the mother her living baby, and 90% of those women choose life. 90%! Your financial support gets pregnant women in our door. We'll do the rest. Go to thepregnancyresourcecenter.org, thepregnancyresourcecenter.org. Hi, this is Evie with the Bosworth Company. This time of the year, the question we hear the most is, when is a good time to make sure my air conditioning system is in good working order? The answer is simple. It's any time. But you'll really want us to inspect your system right now, just before the hot weather hits. Ask for the spring clean and check for just $99 for the first system and $49 for the second. Our team of certified technicians will inspect your system and give you peace of mind, making sure you're ready for the triple-digit weather. Plus, we could prevent a future breakdown. Avoid the hot weather rush and make your call today. The spring clean and check starting at only $99. Call 830-428-2764 or go online to bosworthcurville.com. The Bosworth Company, worth the call, always. Stevens Roofing. They do great work. They're dependable. They do the job when they say they're going to do the job. And that's why Stevens Roofing is a preferred vendor for many insurance companies. A look at their website will convince you. StevensRoofing.net. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, folks, we are back. Uh, thank you so much uh, for staying tuned. Um, the um, city of Fredericksburg, all kinds of things going on. We've got Jeanette and George that are uh, in a handful of other awesome people. Kimberly. Yes. Man, oh I'm gosh. telling you, Kimberly fired up and uh, amazing. That girl, that girl lays it out. She does. She does. So we've got some really good folks at the uh, Fredericksburg that are keeping an eye on your city council and challenging them on a number of things, which is great. So, um, yeah, Angela, I'm going to just turn it over to you and uh, tell us what's happening in the city. Well, folks, if you're out there listening and you live in Kerrville, just take notes. You will learn so much from what other people are doing. So when it comes your turn, you've got some ammo um, in Fredericksburg, the city council meeting that would normally have been tonight, of course, is moved till tomorrow night, which is Tuesday, September 7th, starts at 6 p.m. Um, as we're talking, remember that, uh, you, you have the, you have a voice and we want you there to speak into what we're going to discuss here, but, uh, get there early, sign up, be ready to give about a two or three minute, um, uh, testimony during uh, public comments so 6 p.m it starts tomorrow night we want people there lots of people listen if you're in the grassroots movement numbers matter they just do and when you've got what one two three five city council members sitting up at a dais and they look out and see an empty audience hey it's 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 a free-for-all they're about to do whatever they think best because we have said okay. So we've got to have people there filling up the room. This goes for any 
Kerrville City Council meetings, too, just letting you know. So tomorrow night, we are going to be talking about and pushing the um, the idea of the people needing to come out and fight for the resolution that the city council just can't seem to get onto the agenda. Hmm. And this is the resolution to make Fredericksburg a sanctuary city for business. What does this mean? No future long no future lockdowns, no mask mandates, all businesses are essential. This resolution it affirms the people's guaranteed rights to life, liberty and property as well as the right of all businesses to stay open and run their lawful at- operations as they see fit. That that was the essential that that was the word you know when we've had government lockdowns when they mm-hmm. didn't get the budget signed and they mm-hmm. said and we heard that term essential employees only and most of us in our right mind were sitting out here going wait wait a minute you mean we're paying people who are not essential you know yes. that that was the the thing we first heard that term i'm thinking wait w- w- wait a minute if we can run the government mm-hmm. with without these non-essentials or with just the essentials i I remember that and now we're using the term and uh governor abbott and uh came out last year and said uh made a list of which businesses were essential yeah when when did we the people give one man the authority to do that yeah i don't remember doing that matt and no. 30 days into that deal, he could have called a special session and gotten our representatives up there, the people we call and can talk to, mm-hmm. and he could have had, had all kinds of discussion. But no, he didn't do that. And then, of course, your city and counties, for the most part, it's, you know, they follow the direction from the governor. They do. They do. And and I guess, you know, there's part of me that says, well, that's kind of the way the structure is set up. But at the same time, uh, if you have your principles of liberty and freedom on a city council, mm-hmm. then you would look at that that declaration from the governor and say he can't do that. That is That's unconstitutional. Right. Right. And just following orders is not a defense. No, it is not. And it, we don't want, we don't just follow orders, i.e., right. Nazi Germany, right? We just don't, right? So, so yeah, that this and so you're telling me that resolution they've gone through all the proper channels to get it onto the agenda. We believe so, right? Yes, yes. And uh, yet it's still not getting on the agenda. Yes. So, so we're going to go on Tuesday night talk more about that. What else now? What was the other thing? I think it had to do with uh, taxes. Taxation. Didn't it? Yes. As as we all know, this is the time of the year when our municipalities uh, work through their uh, budgets. And uh, we need people to be talking about that during the public comments. The fact of the matter is that Fredericksburg is not, has not been listening to the people that live there. They've done a lot of beautification for Fredericksburg, and we all appreciate that. But what about the people that are trying to live there and work there and raise their children there, right? So um, we are really advocating for budget reduction right we have a serious we're we are looking at um serious inflation there's a lot of pressures on 
people who are working and living in the Hill Country. And what we need for the city of Fredericksburg to do is to reduce their budget by about 5%. That is not asking for much. In fact, they might not be able to put up these big fancy uh, decorative light fixtures that are those sorts of things if if they reduce the budget but i don't know that the people of fredericksburg who actually live there care you know i think um and just uh, are you talking about the christmas lighting no no what are you they talking about? replaced the 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 street oh, lights the street lights for the dark skies well initiative, and they're maybe? very well they just wanted something very decorative so if you get to fredericksburg right now oh. you have very decorative street lights I drive down that, Main Street all the time. I just don't feel. Did you decorative. ever notice that? Did you ever notice the street light? Did it make a difference? Did you? I mean, did could they not hang stuff off of them and <laughs> it looked fine? And it did. No, I I drove down that street what a week or two ago, and I was like, well, where did those come from? Very not, very I'm, fancy, very expensive. That's all the part of the beautification. So let's just say that people really need to bring their Bring their public comments about taxation. And, and next Wednesday, when people don't typically show up for uh, the the hearing, if you will, we need people to be sh- showing up for that, too. But tomorrow night would be the time to get up there, give your public comment, be positive, but bring some bring some energy <laughs> and talk about the fact that taxes need to be lowered. Right, not the tax, not just the tax rate, but, but the, the, the amount of the, money they collect yes, needs to be yes. lowered, and the budget needs to be lowered, and the budget needs to be lowered exactly. <clears throat> so what they'll tell you is, well, we didn't raise the tax rate, yeah. but your your valuations have gone sky have skyrocketed, so your taxes are being raised. They're going up. They yep, need to take they care. Are. They need to address that. And uh, you know, we were talking about the no new revenue. Yes. <clears throat> tax rate. Right. We need to take that a step further. Just take it. And just, just take it a step further. Yes. Cut everything by 5%. Cut the budget by 5% and have a no new tax rate. All right, folks. I'm going to give you a little bit of a, uh, a scripture this morning. Second uh, Chronicles 7, 13, and 14. And uh, God is uh, talking to Solomon, and he says, If I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or... Or if I send pestilence among my people and my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. So uh, good scripture to keep in mind today. Karen on your prayer list. Angela's dad on your prayer list. Sure. Thanks. There we go. Have a great day great labor day we'll see y'all tomorrow stay tuned for lorraine just uh good advice uh just uh follow her directions we'll see you tomorrow KRNH HD2, Kerrville, K271CH, Fredericksburg, K2A2BI, Kerrville, the Hill Country Patriot. This is I.